<laughs> What's good, y'all? Happy Wednesday. It's your girl, Pia Marie. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, I'm back here again with my siblings. Hello, hello, hello there. What's up, what's up, what's going on? Hello. <laughs> yup, the Malia's over here. Oh, okay. <laughs> special guest, you know, she's joining the fam, you know, me and my boy Lou back again for the second time is, now. Yes, sir. You know, glad if you haven't back. seen part one, go see that, you know. Yes, sir. Glad to be back. Let's have another good show. <laughs> so, we are in 2020. Are y'all excited? Honestly, it's it's so... It's it's just honestly crazy that we're in a, not just in a new year but a new decade. Mm-hmm. Like a whole ten years really just flew by, and it's like we're now officially in the twenties now. You know what's sad? I don't even know how old I was ten years ago. <laughs> I was eleven. <laughs> yeah, we were eleven. I was Damn. I was thirteen in two thousand ten. So yeah, it's it's honestly. So I was fourteen. Probably most likely, yeah. Yeah, so it's 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 honestly just like it just goes to show you how fast time really flat but like ten ten years really just flew by. Like Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. And so many people died over the years, man. Yeah. A lot of good people too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just shook. Yeah. I'm just so shook. Same, same. A lot of things happen from freaking killer clowns to freaking uh People, cops shooting people, mm. you know, freaking um, Trump, Trump, Trump being president. Yeah, Trump becoming like, president, etc. You know, a whole bunch has happened in these past 10 years, this past decade. And now we have a whole new decade to look forward to. You know, hopefully there's more development with technology, more, uh, uh, more, um, more um, development with education, you know, more things on the sports side of the world, you know, more things on the culture side of the world and the economic side, too. Looking forward to we, this. we just hope that with the next 10 years we can do what we can to make the world a better place. There you go. How about you, Malia? I mean, I'm very excited and <laughs> optimistic for what is to come. Um, hoping to see more success, more positivity, more health, more wealth, and hopefully. A better environment is created for us in the decade to come. So what is your growth for the get- decade? My growth mm-hmm. to graduate and get my degrees and pass my EPP, P, <laughs> <laughs> and um, to move and be happy and see the world hopefully in the next 10 years because 30 will be coming after that. So, <laughs> you know, have to... Start getting a move on on things. What's your growth, Lou? For me, my growth, um, just again, out over the years, just becoming a better person each and every day. Because obviously, in, in this life, everybody knows nobody's perfect. We're all human. We all make mistakes, but it's important how we, you know, rebound from it and how we become better based off of those mistakes. Um. For me personally, I'd say as far as my growth of how the the I noticed the older I've gotten, the wiser I've started to become, the more aware I've started to become, um, and just blessed to be surrounded by, you know, a good group of people, family, close friends, you know, that kind of thing, and 
um, I would say as far, as far as another thing with growth, the amount of people that, you know, not just myself, but all of us used to be friends with, I noticed as I've gotten older and as the years have gone by, the circle gets smaller. Yeah. You know, that's one thing I've noticed. So it's, it's that I'd say if as far as the growth, that's what I've experienced and things like that. And, and like I said, some of that growth hasn't always been good, but I mean, you know, whether it's good or bad, you know, growth, you know, it's going to happen regardless. So you just kind of got to kind of got to go with the flow type of thing. So that's kind of how it is kind of what it is for me. Mm. Chris? Well, my growth throughout this decade, just keep it short and sweet. <laughs> really, to be honest, I really found my I really changed myself for the better of my life. You know, I found the love of my life, you know, mm. I freaking I've gotten more dedicated to basketball. I've gotten more into working out, you know, and being more healthy with the things that I eat, you know, spending more time with my family, you know, trying to better myself, getting a job, working cuz that's how everybody can make that's how everybody has to make a living. You got to work. How are you going to make money, you know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. Like you got to have some type of job. Mm-hmm. Literally just this whole this past decade was really just for me. It was just a uh, it was a rebuild. It was a shape. It was re- it was a reform, rebuild, and reshape process for me. You know, I went through the things that I went through. I mourned. I went. I I went through the downfall side of it, and I just I uplifted myself, and now I'm in a better place. Now I discipline myself more to be a better person. Discipline myself more on basically not going to parties no more, basically, like, what I should be dedicating my time more and more to and just becoming more of a happier person. That's why I feel like what happened to the decade with me. And Beverly, how about you? <laughs> I mean, y'all already know. Y'all, y'all, y'all seen it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've been at, You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like... I've been through the worst rock bottom spot, like Christopher over here. Like we was we was in this very room and I was over here crying to him. And then I don't know all of y'all wanna come in here, turn off the TV and talk about what's wrong with you. <laughs> Had a whole ass fucking group therapy session. You me. know, so it's like with Dr. Malia Mason. That's important because obviously, you know, you're you're somebody that we very dearly care about. So obviously, you know, when we see somebody that we care about going through something like that, we want to do everything we can that to help and you know, because it's like you know, we 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 call each other family. We have right. to be there for each other as family, as brothers and sisters, and things like that. So, you know, when we saw what you were going through, it, we felt it was important for us to be there for you as you know, as your family and stuff like that. And we, it's the love too. <laughs> it's the love, man. It goes, it goes a far way. Yeah, really, like this decade really taught me how to like really love more and they're like the people that like i've spent more time with it made me love them even more mm-hmm. like i spent each and every moment with like you guys like my girlfriend literally like my family and i love i love you guys very dearly i love like everybody like who's been there for me like very dearly and literally just this year like this decade really has made me just reevaluate the people that i say i quote unquote love and made me question <laughs> myself do i really love them what do they do for me that makes me love them 
You know what I'm saying? Just having a conversation when I'm in tears or when I'm crying or yeah. like when I'm just down and I just can't believe in myself and just having that one person or many or persons to talk to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That it goes a long way. It's just the little things that make like that mean so much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The little, yeah. things, the little things mean everything. Exactly. The little things mean everything. Mm-hmm. They do. What about you, Malia? What? <laughs> just smiling. What? How about you? I'm just listening. What what do you mean? <laughs> what? She said what? What do you mean? What? What was okay, so what was the I- most iconic thing that happened to you over the ten years? Definitely getting accepted into college. That was really? probably my most pivotal moment in my life because I was not going to go to college and senior year came and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna go and then I actually like right before like they were stopping college applications i was like okay let me get myself together so i applied everywhere and i got into three out of four of my schools and i'm excited because i like school obviously and (laughs) i i really wanted to do well and it was unplanned but i was accepting because it was a new journey for me and with new journeys comes new learning opportunities and i always love to learn so i was very optimistic that i would be doing the right choice by myself so very pivotal moment for me has it worked out so far yes it has um because now i am a straight a student so of course it worked out so yes 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 What's that GPA? What's that GPA? GPA right now is being worked on. We are at a 3.0, okay? A 3.0. We're, we're, but we're going to get to 3.8. That way I can graduate magna cum laude. Okay, highest honors of my class. Okay. I don't know what the fuck incubalable sounds like. Cum laude is when you graduate with honors. So, it's like, you know. But I know that shit's so good, though. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that is the one. That's, That's the one with, like, you have to, is it the rope? It might be. It's honors. So they have summa, magna, and then cum laude. Yeah, so. I don't know what that one is. I, I stopped going to school. That sounds like a fucking Power Rangers booster pack. Like, <laughs> no. Just like booster mode. No, it just means that your GPA was really good. You know, your GPA was really good. They have different levels of it, too. So I hope mm-hmm. to be summa, though. Summa's highest. Thanks. My most iconic moment of the decade. Hmm. I don't even know, to be honest. I think it's still in the works. <laughs> Because, like, obviously, like, I'm still doing the, fo- the, like, I just started the podcast, so that's going on great. But, like, I'm doing my photography, too. Still, like, trying to do, trying to put the new. You already know, man. Like, I'm trying to, they still, like, work on the new website and stuff. Come on, be photography. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> He's always hyping me. For For real, for real. And then, on top of that, I'm trying to get into the studio, work on this album. Cause y'all listen, today's music I don't y'all already know mm-hmm. Ace Boogie with the hoodie. Is that how you say his name? Ace Boogie with the hoodie. Ace Boogie with the hoodie. Oh, yeah. I don't know his name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know his name. Ace Boogie with the hoodie. Ace Boogie with too. the hoodie. No, you said fucking Suge for fucking the baby shit. <laughs> you said Suge? I did. Suge? No, Suge. it's Shug. I knew that. I know that. Oh, T.O. Suge. Oh, like, no. Suge. See, this is how you know it's Suge. Because of Suge Knight. I already learned this. 
from but Lucifer. Why, but yeah, why I gave you her say, like a whole ass background of Suge Knight. Because my like American pronunciation, everything is to enunciate everything. So Suge, S-U-G-E, Suge. But oh, no. Shug, but I mean, I guess so. You know, like how I say. Suge had big ass hands. I had to say that. I saw the straight out of thing and straight out of Compton. Yeah, and how he whacked that woman upside her head. Yeah, very he was, bad. Like that nigga shook was crazy. He, he was ruthless. ruthless. Very. That was the nineties though. Like yeah, everybody got their ass beat back in the nineties. Yeah. Or that nigga weird. made freaking. I heard the freaking nigga made Snoop Dogg drink like ten shots of piss. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're doing? That's what I heard. <laughs> back, back, back then, I heard that, like, he made him, like, I guess, like, some shit happened with fucking, with whatever the fuck was going on with their record label, and Snoop Dogg did some shit, and, like, this nigga fucking, like, confronted that nigga. And niggas know, back then, Shook was a scary, nigga's still a scary-ass nigga, but I mean, like, Isn't still, he in jail now? Yeah, he's still in jail. Yeah, but, like, I guess that nigga got, nigga confronted Snoop Dogg at the shit, nigga had, like, 15, 50 other niggas, like, yo, yeah, I drink this fucking shot to piss. Nigga drunk them shits. I'm like, that nigga going outside, bro. That's weird. What's your most yeah. iconic moment <laughs> of the decade? <laughs> you mind describing iconic? Like, your memorable moment. Your most, yeah, triumphant moment. Any trial, tribulation, whether if it's sad, happy, went from sad to happy? Uh, I'll probably say I have, like, three. So my first one... Well, it's obvious. It's getting with my girlfriend. Because that's just the girl I've just been waiting to be with all the rest of my life. The second one, definitely have to be scoring my first collegiate basketball basket. Because that's, that's a big thing for me. Because I, I never played high school. And just for me to make a bucket on a big stage, even though it's like a junior college, like it just it means everything to me. And the third one is just... They're just... I think I think I think my third one would probably be my twenty first birthday. <laughs> when you over here nearly died. Yeah, when I almost like freaking like your friend's car. Yeah, <laughs> I was freaking like throwing up outside like my friend's car. <laughs> I think, but it was like it was good because like do, bro. <laughs> I did it with family. I just I just did it with like good people around me. You know, I did it with like my cousin there, like my brother there, like you know, just had a good night. You know, got drinks. You know, it was it was nice that night. Oh yeah, those are my top three. I cannot. Lou, how about you? For me, I mean, um, I mean, I've I've had a lot, but if I had to pick at least three or four, I would say winning a state championship um, when I was at Mansfield um, as a sophomore, because I know not many high school kids get to you know walk away with a state championship in in a sport, so that was a pretty good moment for me. Um, graduating high school obviously you know moving on to that next chapter in my life um i would say getting my first check from my first ever job you know knowing that i worked for it knowing how hard i worked to get that money i definitely would say that and then probably turning 21 i mean because i knew it was coming fast you know it because I remember when I had first came here, it was 2015. I was 18, they you know. Kids you know, yes. and, and we were exactly we, you know, and I just remember, you know, meeting Chris for the first time, not knowing if him and I were gonna be good friends the way we are, but we, 
you know, he he really made me believe in the friendship that, that we have. And I knew, like, once, you know, he really cared about me and vice versa, I knew, all right, this friendship is definitely going to go somewhere. And luckily it did. And now here we are, five years in. We're, we're, it's crazy, bro. Five years we've been boys, man. Mm. It's crazy. And we're eight. Almost ten, you know. It's like, yeah. you know, you think about Next that. You, you know, you think about that. I thought we were that. nine already. Well, in um, in October, it'll be nine. Look at that. She knows the month. I don't even know yeah. the month. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, you know, because like I said, for me, I remember it like it was yesterday when I first met Chris, you know. And who would have ever thought that it would turn into this, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we you know we just believed in ourselves. You know, we, we trusted each other over the years. We gained each other's trust. We mm-hmm. earned each other's respect. And I think that's what led to us being friends and why you know we and we're we're more than just friends like obviously we're we're very good friends but you know we treat each other like we're we're brothers Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day that's what we are that's we're more than just friends we're family you know and that's what and and that's what i love about i love about him i love about his family like they and they treat you like that you're their part like you're a part of the family Mm -hmm. and that's what i've always loved and respected about him and his family um but yeah, definitely turning 21 was a big thing for me because, like I said, I, I knew it was coming. So, you know, be turning 21 and having family, my, my close friends there was just, it was it was a good good moment for me. And then, um, like I said, obviously there, there's a lot more moments that I can't even count. But, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, this new decade will bring some good moments mm-hmm. for not just myself, but for all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have a good feeling about these next 10 years that everything's going to go according to plan. Everything's going to go great for us. And it's like you once said, Bev, you know, once one of us comes up, all of us are going to come up. Exactly. So, you know, we're all going to come up in our own way. It's just we'll all have different methods on how we do it. But all of us are going to come up. We're all going to be successful mm-hmm. together. Exactly. And that's what I want this new decade to bring. Nothing but joint success for all of us. And that's just the most important thing. So, like I said, for me, I'm just glad to be going into the new year, new decade with the same people I went in, went in with. So, um, you know, I I wouldn't trade you guys for the world, man. You you guys are the best, the best. They're like the all star team. So yeah, I guess. For real. All right, now let me ask you. <laughs> Now, let me ask y'all this, right? So, we talked about our highest moments. Now, what about, as far as the last 10 years, your lowest moment? Oh, that's a good question. I'll let you start it off. That's a a good question. I'm going front. To be honest, like, I, oh, damn. That's really a good question. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what to say to that. Because, like, I mean, damn, my lowest? My lowest, though? Damn, I don't know. Because I have too many to count. Really, I'm sure we all do. Honestly, it was was basically the whole situation when, like, you know, a girl almost went homeless Mm. for the second time. You know what I mean? And it was... For me, trying to, like, keep it together and trying to keep face. Trying to keep a happy face. You know, and going to work, trying to, like, stay happy around my coworkers. 
you know, be around y'all, trying to stay happy and not, like, try to show that nothing is phasing me when it really was. Mm. And, like, when I was actually sitting here and... It it went when it blurred out to Christopher. I wasn't even trying to tell Christopher. That was the sad mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to keep that to myself. Mm-hmm. But like when I was talking to Christopher, he noticed. Like yeah, nigga, he, I fucking knew. <laughs> you know, like in the fucking Terminator, like when it like it shows like the inside of his mind, it has like the scanning, scanning, enemy process target. <laughs> nigga, that shit said like I knew she was fucked up because I know because I've been through yeah, this shit too. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I've been through that there. shit too. When you've been through an emotional state and like. And you've been through that shit, and you know the signs, and you see it through someone else. Oh, that's just gonna hit you like a fucking like bam! Mm-hmm. I was fucking boom bang pound, nigga. I was in that bitch like fucking shrimp on rice, nigga. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And especially when you see somebody, that, especially when you see somebody that you know, that you love, somebody that you care about, going through something like that, you don't have a choice but to help that person. Especially if you know them, you've been close with them for so long. You know, there's been things I've went through that Chris has been there for me for. There's things he went through that I've been with him for, you know. So, you know, we both have done the best we can to try to be there for each other. So when we, again, when we saw what you were going through, of course, Bev, you're our family, you're our sister. And, you know, we want to make sure you're all right. So, you know, we felt the need to rally around you and make sure that you're all right. Let you know that, hey, you're not you're not alone in this, that, you know, we're here to help you. You're not alone and that we're going to do everything in our power to make sure you never feel this way again. Mm-hmm. You know, if that means you have to be surrounded by us, then, you know, do that, you I know. <laughs> but, but in a way, it, but you also think, too, going through those things, it only makes you a stronger person. Yeah. So that way, come later on in life, you know, four or five years from now, you can look back on that and say, I'm glad I went through that because it made me the person that I am today. Exactly. So that way, when one day when you buy your own home, you don't ever have to worry about the lights going out or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like you you look back on that and you tell yourself, never again am I going to be in that position again. Be, exactly. You know, and that and that's like you make that promise that when you go through something as tragic as that, you tell yourself, never again am I going to go through that. I'm going to do everything in my power. Whenever I make it big. When I when I make it on the come up, I'm gonna make sure I never get back to being in that position ever again. Cause nobody no nobody wants to feel that way. Nobody wants to feel homeless or feel like they're not loved or cared about. You know, and that and it's again, it's all about surrounding yourself with people that you love and that you trust and that you know when you're down and you need somebody to pick you up, you know who's gonna be there to pick you up. You know, and that and that's the most important thing. Surround yourself with people that are gonna bring you up, not bring you down. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Cause yeah. I'm sure, over the last ten years, we've all gone to high school with people who we thought were gonna be our friends, people who we thought you know we were gonna be surrounded with forever. But again, as we get older, we start to see the circle gets smaller. Mm-hmm. You know, and people that we once you know called a friend or a brother or sister, you know, we just you know cut them off. And and as sad as it is. You got to do what you got to do because at the end of the day, life goes on. Life ain't going to stop just because you're not friends with this person or that person, you know, and that's just the way it is, you know. As you get older, you can't control who's going to be in your life or whatever. You, you, whoever's in your life is going to be there. Anyone else who's not there, you can't control it. it yeah, just exactly. You just got to let it, let it happen and let it be and move on because they're doing the same thing, so obviously you have to do the same thing as well. So, yeah, I mean... Like I said, a lot has changed 
and a lot can change in not just the whole year, but ten, a whole decade, a whole 10 years. A lot can change, you know, mentally, change. physically, spiritually, whatever the case may be. So it's, you know, like I said, these last 10 years, they, they've we there's been ups and downs but i mean like i said they we've all of us have gone through ups and downs for a reason because they're making us into the people that we are right now and who we're going to be in the future mm. so you know it's like again it's just all about how we conduct ourselves and you know who we surround ourselves with and how we carry ourselves exactly. and never forgetting where you know we come from mm-hmm. you know so and, and that's the most important thing so yeah like i said this these last 10 years as much as they've flown by i mean there's a lot of you know trials and tribulations ups downs highs lows that each and every one of us have gone through but again it's making us into the people that we are right now and who we're going to be in, in the future mm-hmm. and that's the most important thing so yeah, like like I said, these these last ten years have just been incredible. They've been incredible. They've been incredible. Like, like the the group that we have is is just yeah. Our I already know. Yeah, the group that we have is is unbelievable. I I enjoy being around you guys. Ever since the first time I met you guys, it's just been it's been great ever since. And um, I can't. Uh, this chain's got to keep going. It's gonna keep on going. <laughs> it until ain't the going. Wheels, it's not gonna get off the its train, tracks. <laughs> exactly. It's gonna. It's gonna keep on riding until the we wheels. We are the fall Polar around. Express. <laughs> Real <laughs> talk. Just keep flaming. Just keep flaming. Just keep flaming, flaming. <laughs> exactly. Malia, what was yours? My lowest. Mm-hmm. Probably. Um. Probably being complacent about. Um, a lot of negativity in my life um and probably getting too comfortable with things just being the same not switching it up enough or um taking a stand for myself more often and just letting people like walk over me so that kind of brought me down for a lot of this decade but I have learned to be a little bit more forthcoming and that I can be still really nice like I always am but also stand my ground and be ferocious and that that is also okay because you have to think about yourself in the end um, because I'm the one that has to, you know, die at the end of this. So I need to make sure that I am happy at all costs and being comfortable with manipulative people or being comfortable with people who are not trying to see you at your best is okay but not going to get me anywhere. So mm-hmm. I have to be positive, collect positivity from other people, surround myself with positive people. Um, so that way I do not go back to that low point in my life ever again. So I would say that was probably my lowest point. There we go. There you have it. We went to the hole with the hose. <laughs> The hoes are laughing. Yeah. It's like the audience are a bunch of hoes. She's like, yeah. <laughs> now look at her eyes now. Hi, kid. It's, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Like, hey, do you have anything to add? <laughs> My boy is not. That bitch not saying, go bitch, go bitch, go bestie. <laughs> Keep up with these hoes because they messy. The decade's been oh, good no. for you, and all you have to do is just eat, sleep, and poop. You're good. He just started this decade, you know? Yeah, so you're, you're, you're good. Let, let the man sleep. Let, let the man sleep. sleep. So, this is a question for you, Malia. Okay. 
<laughs> She's like, great, what the fuck you about to say now? <laughs> How do you feel about hoeing and abortion? <laughs> well, would you On my list of things, <laughs> not, okay. Um... <laughs> um far as being a, a, a horse concerned um people can do what they want i'm not going to knock someone for living their best life and do what makes them happy if you know being loose is your claim to fame that's your claim to fame but for me personally i was raised on morals and to respect your body love your body only sleep with people that earn your trust and they earn your your soul first they earn your mind first not someone who makes you feel good for an hour and then you're back to square one where you have to go by somebody else to make you happy to have that same feeling. I am always about permanence and not people who are temporary. So whoring is never something that I was ever going to do. It was never something that I would have ever been a support. But if somebody else wants to be a whore, go ahead. But I feel like people are very sensitive about that because people feel like others are, are like judging them when they give their opinion on that, people like me who believe in morals and they're like, well, you can be moral and be a hoe. And I'm like, well, no. that's literally you, the opposite. You, you that's literally it's, is the it's, opposite. It's physically impossible. Physical contradiction. How can you be, how can you be crippled, but also not be crippled? Yeah. Pick a struggle. Pick a struggle. Exactly. <laughs> okay. How can you be amputee, but not be amputee? Yeah. You, you have no arm. Like you're, exactly. you know what I'm saying? So you, you cannot, you basically, basically you can't, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like there's no, you can't be a hoe and say you have morals at the same time. It just doesn't add up. It, exactly. It, it really like, doesn't. morals literally is about having good standards and, yeah. and dignity, self-respect, all that stuff, moral ethic code. And that is the opposite. Exactly. So, for me, it is a no-go. Mm -hmm. And abortion should only be available for people who actually go through things. And sexual assault victims or sexual predator victims or pedophile victims should have the opportunity reserved to have an abortion. People who fail to use contraceptives should not be given the option readily available to have abortions. It seems childish to do adult things and not deal with your adult consequences. Exactly. And you have to take accountability for yourself as an adult. If you want to do adult things and preach that you're an adult and you can do what you want, that's fine, but you have to you have to deal with that yeah, exactly. you have to deal with that because in because in life for every choice and decision you make it has a consequence good or bad of course and what no matter what the outcomes of those choices or decisions you make you got to face the consequences of course you know that that that's part of life if you're not willing to face the consequences then you're, then you're not a real man a real woman if you can't face the facts face the truth of course. You know, and, that, and I think that's a, a huge problem in our society. And I think it's going to continue to be a problem if we don't address it, if we don't fix it. You know, it's, it's like the saying goes, you can't help someone unless they choose to help themselves. And you can tell a person to stop hoeing, but it's on them to do it. You can't yes. waste it. Why are you going to waste your time and energy trying to stop somebody from hoeing when you talk to them multiple, multiple times and they didn't get it the first time? Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like... You know, you just gotta, you just gotta let people, you know, do them and, and figure it out for themselves. Yes. They'll eventually learn. It might take them years or centuries, but they'll eventually learn. So, you know, at the end of the day, you just gotta, you just gotta move on, move on and 
you know, let that person figure it out for himself. Because if you waste your time trying to stop a person from doing this or doing that, then you're you're only you know missing it out, missing out on yourself and trying to you know move on with your life and trying to do things. So you know, there's no point. It's not even worth trying to stop somebody from doing what they want to do. I agree. Yeah. yeah. People have to figure out what they want for themselves. And if their path in life is to be loose, then be loose. Yeah, exactly. And if your plan in life is to be a druggie, then be a druggie. Yeah. If your plan in life is to be a dropout, be a dropout. Yeah. But own it. And yeah. be like be that person. Yeah. Do not like, you know, be sensitive or opinionated when people talk about it because right. people are going to yeah. talk about it. And Or when things don't go your way, you blame other people, point the finger, you know. And that's, you know, again, I think that's another big problem in our society is that people don't want to take responsibility for their actions when they mess up and stuff like that. I think that's the worst thing um, a, a human being could do because as, as humans, again, we're, we're not perfect. We, we, we make mistakes, but we, us as humans, we have to take responsibility and accountability for the things that we say, the things that we do, you know. But, um, you know, it's unfortunate that some people aren't, aren't willing to do that. But, I mean, again, as long as you have a person with common sense who's willing to be the type of person to say, okay, I messed up on this, I messed up by doing this, I messed up by saying that, then, you know, the world would be a, in a much better place if we all took accountability for the, the actions, things that we say, things that we do, etc., Maybe one day we will get there. I, I hope so. I was going to say that, too. I was going to be like, you know, hopefully one day we'll get there. But right now, we, we, we still have a lot of work to do. We do. We still have a lot of work to that, do. That's not a lie. Yeah. But I have a question for all of us. So, there's something that, like, people like to say that they're born a certain way and all that type stuff. Do you feel that we are born a certain way or do we have a choice to choose the path that like we want whether if it's being straight whether if it's being a killer etc and all that type shit we all have a choice for something you know what i mean i don't think that there's i don't think you're not like you know what i'm saying like like if you were born to go kill some i don't believe you were born to go kill somebody or like you were born to like fucking like that it's really it's all in the choice it's what you like you know what i'm saying like if you come out of the womb and you like that it's what you like it's not that you were born a certain way it's just the way it's just yo like you prefer this other than what the other the other thing is offering you you know what i'm saying like this i don't i don't i don't believe in like you know you were born born this way or like you know what i'm saying like i believe that a person who is a murderer it's just they just been going through some fucked up shit which caused them to Go around kill somebody. Yeah, I mean, nobody so, became a murderer overnight. Yeah, so, you can't. You can't be fucking yeah. born a fucking murderer. You know what I'm saying? For, it's like the. It's for every cause, there's an effect. Yeah. You know, so it's like you know, no person like Jeffrey Dahmer wasn't born a killer. Like he wasn't. You know, it's something happened within his life, early in his life, that made him that way. Mm-hmm. You know, so no freaking RuPaul. He probably didn't get born. You know, a, a like drag in queen, yeah, yeah, drag or like in men. You he know, probably yeah. did experiment with women and just didn't really feel like women was his thing. Mm-hmm. And he went to men. You know, yeah. maybe it's just what makes us comfortable. Yeah. Like what makes us comfortable. If you're comfortable, 
liking men, yeah. then you're comfortable liking men. Yeah. If you're comfortable liking women, you're comfortable liking women. If you're comfortable fucking gunning somebody, then you're comfortable gunning somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like we're born to do something. Yeah. I feel like it just happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, just how I yeah. feel about it. Like, if, like, there's, like, especially with the, like, the LGBT community, for example, like, somebody, a man wasn't born to be gay. Mm-hmm. So he had to go through a certain experiences in order for him to be to be able to turn gay. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the woman becoming a lesbian, et cetera, et cetera. You know, and I think us as a society, we need to be more open minded and more accepting of the LGBTQ community. It's like cause I don't. We we say we are, but we really not. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. fucking people that go to those rallies say, "Oh, you motherfuckers should be in hell and all yeah. that shit." Like there's yeah. like like you know it like. First of all, that's this is this is what I have to say to all you motherfuckers that think that. Fuck off. You know what I'm saying? And so he's at the fact is like, yo, you're judging these people because they're trying to express basically like their amendments, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They they have the right to free speech, they have the right to free well, I mean, I don't think there's amendment, but they have the right to feel like the certain way that that's just basically that's just rights. You have the right to feel a certain way. If I like a guy, I like a guy. If I like a girl, I like a girl. You know what I'm saying? Like it's none of your business. It's none of your fucking business. Being. You know what I'm saying? It's none of your fucking matter. business. It shouldn't matter if a person's black, white, you know, gay, straight, bisexual, whatever the case may be. At the end of the day, we're all, we're still human beings. Exactly. If they're not doing exactly, if they're not even doing if they're not doing anything that's harmful to the public, then there's then there's no reason to fucking be saying all gays should go to hell, like all lesbians should be like, freaking like, freaking um shunned and like freaking like go to like hell and shit too. Like you know like they're regular people like us. They have feelings like Mm us. Like that's what I'm saying. Like people need to understand like. A person's story from that side, cause you mm-hmm. don't know like the shit they could have gone through and all that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, it's just a little shit. That shit just gets me heated. Oh, yeah, like, cause absolutely. it's just like yo, like these people have feelings too. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they go through shit. They go through like even us, about. Yeah. They even go through worse shit than us, being the being because the people that they are. Of, because of you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And that's fucked up, cause they shouldn't have to go through that. Yeah. They're just trying to live their life, and they just the only thing that's just different is that they prefer a different gender than the. That the normal person would it, right, and it, and it's again it's similar to to racism and being black, being black in America. We we all know, it it's not easy. Being black in this world is one of the toughest things that we will ever have to go through throughout the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. That's something that we're gonna have to teach our children. You know, that you no, know, it doesn't matter how it doesn't matter how many years go by racism is always going to be here no matter what you, we can't escape it it's it's like you always say it's inevitable mm-hmm. we can't escape mm-hmm. it but what we can do is per, we i don't want to say prevent it but we can do the necessary things to stop being that way to stop being racist towards a certain group of people and stuff like that you know we we need to be more Again, open minded. We need to be more loving and caring of of people. Just because you're a different, more considerate of others in their situations. Exactly. Just because you're a different skin color than me doesn't mean we we don't bleed the same color. I'm a human being just like you. I'm just a different skin color. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? You know. Man, that's like millions of different shades <clears throat> of black, of the color white, of mm-hmm. the of the color being like different Hispanic. Yeah. Bro, whoever really sits back. And tries to figure out that they don't like this shade or whatever, they have a lot of time on their hands. Let me pause you right there. <laughs> you could be fucking 
white, black, orange, or have fucking stripes like a zebra. Yeah. As long as you're living your life, you're not fucking affecting me or affecting the earth or affecting the public. I'm Bruh, straight I'm with you. I'm sleeping good. I'm yeah. straight with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? There should I'm be no reason sleep. for anyone to do anything. If, even if someone prefers the opposite sex or even if, like, someone lives their, li- lives their life a different way, like, yo, they ain't fucking affecting you. Let mm. that shit go. Let that yeah, shit be. Let like, that person live. Because they're just trying to live their life, too. They don't give a fuck about what we're doing, but we're giving a fuck about what they're doing. Let them live. Let yeah. them do their... Let them live their life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, those people have rights, too. They have feelings, too. Yeah. And that's why I feel like us as a generation and us as, like, us as a world and us as people, that's where we fuck up at. It's trying to understand other people's perspective on the sides. We're so focused on our side of the perspective that we're not putting ourselves... And the, the other person shoes yeah. to see how it affects them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. It, we, we live in this society where it's it's our way and nobody else's. You know, it's, you know, they would like some people think live in a fantasy world where there, there is no such thing as, you know, LGBTQ. There's no such thing as that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, it, and it's incredibly sad that, you know, we live in a society where some people think like that. People are, people... It might not be racist, but they have racist views, racist ideologies, et cetera, et cetera. Racist tendencies, yeah. Racist tendencies and stuff like that. And it, it's just it's just incredibly frustrating because you, you would think, especially with the new year and the new decade that we're going into, that we would be much better. We would be better than that. But, we, you know, instead of taking steps forward, we're still taking steps backwards. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, people like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, people who, you know, died f- for, you know, rights and stuff like that, they, you know, they were probably rolling around in their grave like, yo, like, did y'all learn anything that we <laughs> was trying to tell you? Clearly we haven't. I mean, like I said, we're we're getting better, but we still have a long, we still have a lot of work to do and a long way to go before, you know, the world is accepting of blacks, gays, Jews, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. We, we still have a lot of work to do. And I like I said, like, like Malia said, hopefully one day we'll get there, but it probably won't be until after we're all dead. So who, who knows? <laughs> That's going to be too damn long. I mean, I would hope to live to see... <laughs> change like that be accepting and and things like that but i mean who even knows knows? there still might be crises even after we all pass and we all perish never know you never know what the fucking earth holds what what the world is gonna hold whoever would have fucking thought there'd be a fucking robot robot at stop and shop now yeah motherfucker i don't know that shit popped up on me i'm gonna smack that shit (laughs) for real for real me too I said, oh, nah, the machines are taking over. Why? They said, hello. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, artificial intelligence? Nah, I'm good, man. Next thing you know, you're going to become the Terminator and wipe out all the human human extinction. Where is nigga Ryan Seacrest? I'm getting pumped. (laughs) (laughs) Malia, how do you feel about the black community? Degenerates. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Stop acting up. Because. Here. Oh my god we have just regressed as as black people like malcolm x died for what martin luther king jr died for what harriet tubman died for what rosa parks died for what like everybody died and martin luther king jr is rolling in his grave right now at what we are doing as black people he tried to create a world for us where we were like not focused on color and focused on the quality of character but yet, black people feel the need to gangbang and baby mamas and 
trap music and drugs and money and, <laughs> and all Girl, kinds of all kinds are, of those are all the things that they were trying to all avoid. these vices that black people have yeah. and the the least they could do is you know be a little bit more optimistic and yeah. a little bit more educated about like I'm about to sneeze Bless you. <laughs> thanks they could be a little bit more optimistic about the stigmas around black people yeah. and instead of trying to promote them, yeah. try to defuse them and make new stigmas. Like we already are ratchet black Negroes. Like yeah. try to be educated instead of going for the stereotypical, I want to be a rapper and rapper, I want to make shoes and, and I want to be an athlete. Like yeah. do something cool. Like, I mean, like go into, go into STEM. We need more stuff. STEM people yeah. go into aerospace engineering and neuroscience yeah. and, Become a brain surgeon. Go yeah, do cancer research. A, a we need doctor, more people like that. A doctor, a lawyer. Because there, there was a time where, you know, people, white people, especially in slavery times, where they told us we couldn't be doctors, lawyers, um, you know, yeah, doctors, lawyers, you know, CEOs, that type of thing. You know, like, it just, it, you know, there was a time where, you know, they told us that where we couldn't read, couldn't write, couldn't, couldn't do a lot of things. So, you know, we just, like I said, I feel like as far as the black community, have we made some progress over the years? Sure, we've done a lot of good things, but there's also a lot of questionable, stupid things that black people have done over the years. So I feel like we, like I said, we, we're we're doing good, but again, we still have a lot more, there's still a lot more work to be done. We still have a lot more work to, to do and a lot of progressing to do, a lot of evolving to do. So, like I said, hopefully one day we will get to that point, but right now we're, we're far from it. Do y'all feel like we're going backwards? That was what I meant by regressed. <laughs> Regression means to go back. Be regressed as black people. So, we need to do better. I... Do you feel like we're going backwards? I say yeah, yeah, yes and no. Yes, in the sense that, you know, again, you know, everything that Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, or everything that they all stood for, they died so that, you know, people like ourselves don't have to go through what they went through. Yet and, we are. And yet mm. we, we still are, you know, not as bad as what they went through, but it's similar in that way. Um... It, it, it again it doesn't matter how much um good or bad we do us as black people we we are always going to have a target on our back we're always going to be looked at as the last on the totem pole and we have to work 10 15 20 times as hard for what we want as compared to someone who's white you know someone who gets the the favor that gets that favoritism and gets, you know, the the easy path to what they want or to what they want to do or whatever the case may be. Whereas with black people, if we want to be a lawyer, be a doctor, you know, if we're told that we can't be that, we have to go out there and prove to people that, yes, we can do this. You know, and it's like, we're, you know, I think, you know, for some some of us black people, we're, we're doing, we're making progress in, you know, we're somewhat making progress and taking that step in that right direction.
but again we we have a lot of work to do to get to to really get to where we want to be to where we really feel accepted to the point where you know becoming a doctor a lawyer being being black and becoming a doctor becoming a lawyer you know becoming a ceo of a company whatever the case may be you know high jobs like that that normally white people get you know hopefully like i said one day we'll be able to live in a society where that'll be normalized where black people you know becoming doctors lawyers etc like that that'll be a normal everyday thing mm-hmm. you know but like i said we're, we're far from that we, st- we still have a lot uh, we still have a lot of work to do and like i said ho- i think we'll get there one day but it's it's gonna be a long time before that happens like think about how many years it took for us to have a black president I mean, it's taken us too long. It's taken us very because I feel like in the black community we we compete the, so the, much yeah. with each other. That's and that's another that we're problem. not coming together yeah, as one. Yeah, yeah. I think, and I was gonna say that that that's another big problem is that we're too busy fighting ourselves, and and that's what that's what the outside world meaning you know white people so that that's what they want especially the the right wing you know people who have racist views ideologies all that type stuff those are the type of people that want us to turn our backs on each other they Mm -hmm. want us to continue to fight each other you know black on black violence whatever the case may be like they want us to turn against each other and that's and like you say we're, we're we're we live in a society now, and it's been this way for quite some time, especially within the black community, where, where instead of being in competition with the other people, we're in competition with ourselves. It's, oh, I want to get to the finish line first, and if I have to step over you to get there, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. What good are you doing? What good is that? What good are you doing by stepping on your brother and sister just to get to where you want to go? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, I think that's a, a big, big problem, you know, and it's basically like you becoming a sellout by doing that, you know, and it's like... It's like a competition. Like, we should not it's be like, competing. It's like Carlton Banks said in the, in the episode when they were trying to get into the frat, like, again, they, you know, we're, we're running the same race and jumping the same hurdles as you, but why are you chipping me up mm-hmm. type of thing, you know? Because of who he is and how he looks and how it, he dresses. Exactly, mm-hmm. and it's kind of the same thing with what in today's society and what we do. Like we're we're such in competition with each other with how we look, how you know we carry ourselves. You know, it's all about getting who gets to the finish line first, and it's like it's like Nip, it's like Nip said. It's it, this isn't a this isn't a sprint. It's a marathon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Life isn't life ain't a sprint. It's a marathon. We have to run each mile like you know like it's our last we have to we have to run at our own pace why are we rushing or sprinting or stepping on over other people just to get to where we want to go it's it's not it's not doing any good for us and it's making us and it's giving off that stereotype that again this is what black people do Mm -hmm. you know and that's not how we should be looked at we should be looked at as oh they're they're a race of people that are trying their best to be successful in whatever they choose to do and we got to be more accepting and more open-minded of that mm-hmm. you know and i think that's a big problem is that we're we're not open-minded enough when we should be you know and like i said hopefully we'll get there one day but right now we again we we have a long way to go
What are we doing? Yeah. How you feel, Chris? That's basically what Malia and Lou said. Basically, I basically, basically all what I had to say. That basically sums it all up, to be honest. A little good, a lot of bad. You know, <laughs> a lot of work to do. Niggas gonna be niggas. <laughs> that that is, as funny as it is, it's he's telling the truth. That's that, that's the truth. No matter, no matter whether whether we become presidents, doctors, lawyers, athletes, rappers, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, a black person can be a black person, and that's that. Yeah, like for me, music is what yeah. actually brought the black community together. That's true. Yeah, and. We pretty much started music. Yeah. We started rock. Yeah. But, you know... White people want to take credit for our work. And I you think, know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like... You you can see how music honestly changed mm-hmm. over the years, yeah. over the centuries. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you listen to 40s music, 70s music, and then 90s music to early 2000s, 2010 music, yeah. you can see how much it's changed, but you can also tell that they're trying to bring the old school songs mm-hmm. into the present songs and make them trap. Yeah, yeah. But like today's music is more it's more of the beat rather yeah. than the words. Rather than the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like that's why. I'm okay with being judged with for having a playlist that has songs that are 30 plus years old. Yeah, 20, I have, 30 plus years old, but that's okay because that's music that we're never going to hear again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That music's going to stay stay with us for the rest of our lives. Like I know for, you know for people who like Biggie and Tupac, even though they've been dead for 20 plus years, their music is still going to be with us through the rest of our lives. Exactly. And through the rest of the next generation's lives and so on and so forth. You know, like, again, even though they're they're no longer with us, the impact that they made as far as their music and what they did outside of the communities and all that, that's going to stick with us forever. Mm -hmm. And that's what's going to be, you know, in the history books as far as, you know, what they, you know, put on the line and what their legacies are and type of thing. Because at the end of the day, we want to be able to leave this... It's similar to the saying in football or on the basketball, leave it all on the field, leave it all on the court. Mm-hmm. You know, we when when it's all said and done and we're all nothing but ashes, you know, we want to be able to leave a, a, a legacy behind that, you know, our kids and our grandkids can look at and, you know, be able to pass on to their, you know, offspring and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. like I said, especially us as a black community, like, we, we have to be better in that regard. And then, like I said, I hope we get there one day. But, again, it's 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 going to take a lot of coming together and a lot of working together to do that. In the black community, for the black community in your eyes, do you feel like you did a change and you're making a change? To make um, to make history, I fucking added to the crime rate. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like I'm doing my part, but I also feel like I can do better. Like I've always told myself, God forbid, if I ever make it pro, that I'm gonna do what I can to help out people in my community, people that look like me, people who don't think that they have a chance to make it. You know, I want to be the the beacon of hope, the beacon mm-hmm. of light. To show them that yes, you can do this. Right. You know, I was in your shoes, didn't think, thinking I couldn't do it, 
But yet here I am standing and I want to show you that if I can do it, so can you. Yeah. You know, and so can the next person standing next to you and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I want, like I said, I, mean, I, I do feel like I'm making somewhat of an impact, but I, I want to, I don't feel like I'm making a big enough impact. I want to be able to make a big enough impact to be able to say, you know what, I'm doing my part in giving back and trying to be a productive member of society. Yeah. Not just for the black community, but for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, because I think that that's the most important thing. You want to be able to, you know, especially, you know, being, you know, a celebrity, you want people to look up to you. You want people to look up to you as a role model and say, this is who I want to be. This is who I want to be looking after or looking up to. And this is who I want to be when I grow up type of thing. Right. So, because I know we've all had that in our lives. We've had, you know, whether it's rappers, athletes, celebrities that we've looked up to and we're like, yo, I want to be this person. You know, I want to be just like... You know, this person or that person and things like that. So, yeah, like I said, I I do feel like I'm making an impact, but not a big enough one. Mm-hmm. What about you, Christopher? I ain't added to the crime rate. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think that's a good thing that I'm doing. I can't stand you. <laughs> I ain't added to the crime rate. Tight. You? Nothing? Mm-hmm. You're good? All right. How about <laughs> you, Malia? Malia. <laughs> <laughs> you I. My goal is not to do anything for the black community, because what have they done for me? Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you cannot really help people who choose not to be helped. If people want to continue doing that culture, right. <laughs> if people's goals are to continue in the stigma that they are being presented as, then they can do that. But black people have done nothing for me as a whole. They. <laughs> They who black people have black people's back when it's when it when it helps them out for what they want. So so if you were all about what they think, then they're like, oh yeah. But if you would deviate from being black in any kind of yourself from them and think differently, traditional way, like like a straight just better like black person, female or male, if you deviate from that in any kind of way. And you're not liberal, then you must be weird, or yeah. you're not black. You like to sit with the white people. Like first of all, and I, I just am a human being. Yes, I am black, but people have all kinds of perspectives on things. Yeah. There is yeah. no one perspective. Not always, but you know, some things have one perspective, but most things are ambiguous. And yeah. black people like to be ignorant, so yeah. black people need to help themselves. <laughs> When they help themselves, then maybe there is something I could do for the black community. But until the black community helps themselves, I am not helping them. <laughs> she said, she all clapped and said, oh, it's a wrap. And I guarantee you there's going to be people who listen to that who aren't going to agree with that. But no, gonna... there isn't. There's going to there, I I for sure have a feeling. There's going to be at least the few people that are gonna disagree with that they're gonna be like who the fuck is that bitch (laughs) (laughs) they're gonna be like what (laughs) but yeah no what have the black community done for you (laughs) you know like she does she does make a a no she does because it's because honestly i feel like as a community we aren't doing enough yeah, a lot of us are competing rather than being together Working as together, a yeah. team. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 
we have women competing with other women. Yeah, we men have competing with other men. You know what I'm saying? Et cetera, et cetera, right? You know what I mean? So on and so forth. And life should not be yeah. a competition. It, 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 yeah, that's not. Why are you living your life as a competition? That's what I'm saying. We we weren't put on this earth to be in competition with with you, with with he or she, you, anybody. We weren't put on this earth for that. We we were put on this earth to, you know, work together and you know do do our part to make the world a better place and you know it just seems like you know and it's not just like for the last 10 years but for the last you know few decades it feels like it's been you know an, an us versus them kind of mentality where mm. it, you know it's black on black white on white you know it, it, it's either black or white you know type of thing and it's like you know that it shouldn't have to come down to that way but again unfortunately that's we live where in a society from. where it is like that and you know we have the power to do something about it but we just choose not to mm-hmm. and i think that's the big problem when we choose not to do that we we're just we we decide to become a part of the problem rather than the part of the solution because mm-hmm. it's, it's like i always say for every problem there's a solution you know we figure out what the problem all right we figure out what the problem is try to come up with a solution that benefits everybody but you know it, it's not like that not everybody's in competition it's no i'm gonna get to where i need to get to by any means necessary if that means i have to step over you if i have to step over chris if i have to step over malia to do that then that's what i'm gonna do you know, when people have that kind of mentality, those are the kinds of people you got to watch out for. And those are the kind of people that are going to be alone. Yeah. They might be successful, but they're going to be alone. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like for, ex- like, for example, you know what I'm saying? You come up, mm-hmm. football player. Yeah. Then you forget about Christopher. Oh, yeah. You know what exactly. I'm saying? You forget exactly. about me. You forget about Malia. And then... You you got all you wanted. You got the girls. You yeah. got the car. You got the house. The money and all you got that, the yeah. money, but you don't got the foundation. The foundation yeah. before you were. Yeah. You get yeah, became exactly, that. and I think that's another big problem is when people make it. When, when people get on the come up, when they make it big, they seem to forget where they come from. Exactly. And where and how and what it took for them to get to it, and the people that help them get to it. Whether it's it could be family, it could be friends, it could be teachers people who have supported them over the years investors Invest, all yeah and then they and then they they just forget about them like they had no sort of impact on them getting to where they need to be that's why i know i know if chris was to make it to the nba right now i know he wouldn't forget about me he wouldn't forget about any of us he would make he would give us court side seats all that type Facts. stuff you know he would, he would have his personal photographer there what you <laughs> talking personal about photographer, all type of stuff you know <laughs> and like that that's the promise that we made to each other is we always told we always said to each other if one of us makes it we're all we be, coming up we all coming up like, no matter not, no, what no, it no, is we're not leaving because i have that mentality i told myself if i ever make it big i'm the people that helped me get to where i needed to get that's who I'm going to take up with me. Exactly. That's you know, all you like, I'm never going to forget anyone who helped me get to where I get. Whether you made a small impact or a big impact in helping me get to where I needed to be, it doesn't matter. That impact helped me get to where I need to be. So, of course, you guys are going to be on the come up with me. I'm going to make sure to take care of you guys. Oh, you need a couple thousand dollars? Boom, here you go. You want <laughs> need a, you need a new lens for the camera? Here you go. Like all, ty- all types of things. Oh, Chris, you want the Air Jordans? Bet. 
Here's a box given to you for free. <laughs> don't have to pay a dime for it. Like, that kind of thing. You know, like, you know, because, you know, I believe in giving back. Especially, yeah. you know, especially when I feel like that's what, and that's what I love about pro athletes is when they when they give back to their communities, they do a lot for their communities. And most importantly, they do a lot for the people that help, help them get to where they need to be. Um, you know, I think it's extremely important to give back. That's why, you know, if I ever make it to the NFL, I want to have my own organization, like my own foundation where mm-hmm. I can give back, you know, to people who didn't, who don't have anything, stuff like that. Would you like, you like it to be a non-profit or a profit type of organization? Oh, no, non-profit. Non-profit. I don't want to be the type, because I know with profit, you know, people won't, because once they get greedy, they make money, then they, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That shit gets to their heads. It should get, exactly, they let the success and all that get to their heads, and that's something that I would never want to happen. Like, no matter how famous, no matter how big I become, again, I'm, I will never forget where I come from. Like, hell, e- even if, let's say if I get drafted by the Miami Dolphins, I'm playing in Florida, I live in Florida, and you guys are still living here, I'll take a flight back in the offseason and come back and visit you. Oh, we gonna smoke this blunt? <laughs> <laughs> it's offseason now. Nigga. Like, we chilling. Oh, you want a signed Dolphins jersey? Here you go. Right on the wall. Nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll still be going to the same restaurants and all that stuff like we're doing now. Like, Because I know the things that we're doing now, like, even if, it does, even if we make it big, it's never going to change. No matter where we go, how far life takes us. like Whether I'm living in Cali or North Carolina, this one over here living in England, or this one over here living in freaking Chicago. Yeah, Yo, exactly. We're, we're going to find gonna, a restaurant in one of those places and sit there and be like, it, yep, it, this is our spot. It, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, then... You know, I know we'll, you know, visit each other and do all that stuff. Like, that's why I'm so excited for this new year and new decade because I feel like these next 10 years are going to be so special for us. And I feel like that's what's going to happen. And I know, you know, with this new decade approaching, we are going to do, each of us are going to do everything possible to make sure our futures are set because we want to make sure that, you know. There's there's blessings coming, I feel like. Oh, absolutely. There's blessings coming. Absolutely. Like, God does not disappoint. I know this one over here don't believe in Jesus, but... I mean, ever since that, <laughs> you know... You said you believe in God, just not believe in the church, right? Well, that and also just the fact that, like, I... Like, legitly, I probably fit best under, like, polytheism oh, or, like, yeah. being agnostic. So not... What is, what is a Not confirming or denying um, that, that there is a God. There is a that God. there is a God. But oh, also okay. polytheistic, believing in that there might be like more than one God, you know. That that I do believe. Call I do believe there is more than one God. I think so too, because especially with the with the Muslim religion, because mm-hmm. we all believe in the same God, we just have different different names for it. Exactly. Because you have Buddhism that they believe in the fat guy. Yeah. You got Muslims; they believe in who. Muhammad, I think. What's yeah. His name? Yeah. They and then you have um Catholics. They believe in the Virgin Mary. Yeah. And then you got the Christians believing in the Holy Spirit. Yeah, Holy Spirit so it's so Christ, and then yeah. there's some there's something else too, but I forget what. Yeah. But there's a lot of different ones out there. Like I don't, I personally don't believe that there's one God. Yeah, you, but I do be, like I do believe that we all worship one God. One God, yeah. But we worship multiple gods differently yeah you know i don't know yeah. no 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 yeah no, i because I, like especially as far as again like the religion but like christians and muslims 
like we believe in uh, the God that we believe in is probably the same God. We Sick. just again have different ways of different ways, different views, beliefs are on in believing in in him and stuff like that. So, mm. um, yeah, like, you know, I think it's again, I think it's important to, you know, keep God in in your plans because God, he he really does work in mysterious ways. He does. He really does. He does. That's like, why. I'm... Do you pray? Of course. How do you pray? I just get down on my knees or I just, you know, close my eyes, put my hands together. Christopher, do you pray? No. (laughs) (laughs) At least he's honest. No. I have before, but I just just don't do it now. I don't know why. I just stopped doing it. I really couldn't tell you why I stopped doing it. There's no reason. I just just haven't done it. I feel sad. Malia, do you pray? No. (laughs) She said nope. I have I have a couple times, but not like over the top, you know. Yeah, like occasionally here and there, you know, I'll you know I'll pray, you know, if yeah. like you know if I want you know God to you know bless me with something, you know I'll you know say a quick prayer or something like that, or if you know, um, yeah, you know, just to be um, I'm trying to come up with the words for it. Um, yeah, like no, just be you know, just be um. You know, have God in God in your plan and stuff like that, and you know, when you feel like something in your life isn't going your way or something's not going right, you know, it's okay to you know bow down and pray every once in a while, ask mm-hmm. God for help, forgiveness, whatever the case may be, and you know, he'll he'll answer he'll answer your prayers. I mean, it it may it may seem like your prayers aren't answered, but he he always does. Exactly, he's yeah. always there. Yo. That's why it's. I feel like, especially within the Christian religion, I feel like it's important to have faith in God because no matter how tough things get, God would never put you in a situation that you can't handle. All right, y'all. We have hit the end of the road. It is the end of the road. <laughs> so again. <laughs> I cannot. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do you have a song you want to sing? <laughs> she said, mm-mm. But no, freaking. This, today, today's episode was so long. Yeah. It could have been. Like, it was a whole hour. A lot of topics to talk about. It was a lot of topics to talk about. We had a very, very good conversation. A lot of great points. You know, a lot of great, you know, different views on how we feel about, you know, the topics that we talked about. So, you know, it's good that, you know, when we can all come together and give our perspectives on how we feel about, you know, certain things, what's going on in the world, you know, et cetera, et cetera, you know. And, um... I'm, I'm just happy to be doing this podcast, man. I enjoy it. I enjoy sitting here and talking with my with my, my brother and my sisters. Like, it's, it's the best. I told y'all we'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> what I say? It's honestly the best. And I'm, I'm happy to be doing it. I'm happy to be doing it. And I can't wait for the next one. Yeah, I can't wait for the next one either. Because it's, cause the, last, the last time 
everybody was just like, yo, y'all hilarious as hell. Yeah. Like, what the hell are y'all been talking about? I didn't, I didn't think a lot of people listened to it, but honestly, I want to say shout out to Batman. <laughs> shout out to everybody that be listening. You know, all those out, shout out to, Exactly. Know. Shout out to all our fans that listen to the podcast, but most importantly, shout out to Batman because without her, this would none of this would be possible, man. Oh, thanks, guys. She, and I, I can promise you this, that this podcast that she's doing one day this is gonna turn into a radio show and this shit's gonna be popping watch i'm calling y'all ain't ready y'all ain't ready for it y'all ain't ready man (laughs) and guess what when it becomes popular we'll still be here (laughs) (laughs) you already know Gonna be, we gonna be living on the same damn street. <laughs> yeah, the same street, everything. I'm talking about. <laughs> like, motherfucker, I'll see your ass tomorrow. Chill, <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? Jump over and jump over Lou's backyard to get to Christmas. For real. For real. <laughs> jump over Malia's driveway just to get to my house. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Oh my God. But yeah, honestly, again, shout out to Batman. Without this, without her, this would podcast and everything wouldn't be possible I'm glad she has a, a podcast that we can that she along with us we can come on here and we can talk about a variety of different things I think it's a very important to sit down and have a conversation about you know different topics and I don't think people do that anymore yeah nah, def- definitely not <laughs> the only people that really do that are like the breakfast club and stuff like that I don't think the breakfast club is even a thing anymore really? it was a thing Wait, the, the, wait, the, like the, the YouTube or the Charlemagne the God? Yeah. Right, oh, right. is that his name? Charlemagne the God. It's it. Charlemagne the God, Angelie, and yeah, uh, DJ Harvey. She said whoever those whoever people, those people are. are. I'm trying. <laughs> Charlemagne was canceled like last year for saying something. Charlemagne was canceled. He's always canceled. What do you mean he's, he's canceled? Problematic for black people. He's like Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even claim Kanye West anymore. For real, he's he's white. <laughs> that man officially turned white when he visited the White House wearing a MAGA hat, taking pictures with Trump. I think mean, that's okay. He, he I mean, made, he's, mistake, a, he's a Trump avoider. The mistake he I made mean, for me was when he said slavery was a choice. Yeah, slavery was a choice. Child, Please. listen, nobody had rights for white people for centuries. That's not a choice. That was a nation that was built upon black people being commodities. However, um, where he did get me though was when he spoke about um how black people get offended because black people can call, can call each other the n-word but if he called himself a god they get mad he's like men can't call each other he's like a man can't call himself jesus but y'all can call each other the n-word he's like what's the what's the difference i was like you're right y'all call each other degrading stuff all the time but he called himself god because we're black and we're all christians and christianity and praying for your god and <laughs> You want to be upset because he called himself a god? Like, get over it. I never knew that he called himself a god. He can call himself a god all he wants because this is, that's the First Amendment, honey. Like, freedom of speech. He can can do whatever he wants. So that was where he got me. But sometimes he makes really stupid statements for me. Um, And that that is why I cannot get behind him. So. I don't know. Kanye, Kanye was cool. After... I forget what damn album it was. It was the one that had diamonds on it. <laughs> That's very <all>. specific. <laughs> you know, so specific. I because I only know his songs. I don't know which album it was on. I mean, I think I know College Dropout, but I'm not really sure. Yeah. 
College Dropout. They had like stronger. Um, oh, I hated that song. That song was overplayed. Tell me nothing. Kanye, he, he has he had a few good songs. There, although there is one song on his new album that came out last year, "Jesus Is King," that I do like. Yeah, he has a he has a gospel album. Yeah. On. I still haven't listened to it. Which is crazy. That's crazy how some that motherfucker has a gospel <laughs> album. Yeah, he has a gospel album. Out. Get the fuck out my face. Mhm. He has a gospel album. Out. Yeah, and I'm fucking Obama's twin brother. <laughs> yeah, he has a he has a gospel album. Out. Bitch can miss me with that. I was like, word? Bitch, swipe left. (laughs) He said swipe left. (laughs) Yeah, but really good episode, though. Talked about a lot. Got a lot of opinions from a guy's perspective and a woman's perspective. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the most important thing. It's always getting a perspective of both people. Exactly. Because remember, I was by myself. That's why Malia had to be on here, so I don't have to be the only woman. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know the vibes. Be chronicle, be psychronical. You know what I'm saying? Be photography. Yes, You're here. You see how they like to end it? They they like to end it. Like I said, your hype men, not your hype boys. Your hype men. <laughs> <laughs> men, man. <laughs> 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 yeah, like like I said, man. Shout out to Batman. This would not be possible without her, man. Y'all so and, sweet. You know, I cannot wait to be back again for the next podcast. I can't wait to see what the next topic is going to be. I'm so looking forward to it. But till then, everybody, again, shout out to the fans that listen. We appreciate you. We love you. And I can't wait to join, man. Till then, bye. Bye, side baby. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>